What I'm going to do is just take a moment to vibe on a person's name, and then I'm going to give you a quick reading, and it's most important information that comes through. Welcome, everybody, to another Horror Hookup brought to you by Friday the 13th Horror Podcast. If you've never been to a horror hookup with us, this is how it works. We reach out to people in the industry that can be directors, writers, podcasters. Uh, We even had Sasquatch hunters on here before. So if you've never done this before, go back and listen to those. But what we're going to do here is we're just going to do a very nice conversation with someone that we find interesting that has mm-hmm. to do with the horror route the horror realm um so i am your host andrew and this is maddie and today we have with us spiritual guide dr rebecca foster rebecca how are you today i'm good thank you so much for having me i am super excited to be here we are so excited to have you and rebecca which pronouns do you prefer I, you know what, whatever you guys want to, as long as it's got a nice tone to it. (laughs) Perfect. That sounds awesome. Cool. Uh Okay. So um, just to kind of get us um, going here, we know that you on your website refer to yourself as a spiritual guide. Um, For our listeners that really aren't familiar with your world or with those terms, in your own words, what does that mean to you? Well, I have been working for the past 33 years as a medium. And I, not that I let other entities uh, take over my body. However, I can see and hear spirit, um, you know, however people want to refer to it as um, God, universe, spirit, um, also spirit guides, people and animals who have passed over. And so I work to pass on messages that help people to um, get back on their path, to figure out where they're supposed to go, to bring them comfort to just, you know, most of it is to let people know that they're loved by even by somebody they can't see. It's pretty amazing. So so this is really incredible. Um, and and did you did you know that you had this gift from from your early childhood? Was this something that you've always had? When did you discover that this was a reality for you? Well, looking back, I when I was little, I was able to see things and see people. And I had strange experiences that at the time were just, I guess, uh, normal. But looking back, they weren't so normal as far as like seeing dead relatives and so forth. But to tell you the truth, I don't I, I did not actively start using the gift to help others until I was 13, at which point I was pretty much a rebellious child and oh. I was angry <clears throat> And just to basically summarize it, I had first, there's purpose behind it, that first I was opened up to the darker side of things. And I was shown and able to then see the darker entities that work in our lives, not because that's the direction I was going, but because I had to be able to recognize them and then also um, um, move to the clearer side of things, the clean side of things and understand the white light so yeah interesting yeah yeah that's really interesting so can you tell us a little bit how um how this works for you like what is your process is this a vision is it a feeling Uh, i think you kind of spoke to a little bit or just in the last question but what does that what does that look like or feel like to you 
Well, depending on the dimension. So this is where we get into the weird part of it. So if I'm standing here with you and your aunt Jean walks in the door and she's standing there, she will come through on our plane uh, as we do. However, if I'm talking to someone who's in the heavenly realm, they're about five dimensions out. And so what happens is like, for instance, like if I'm reading for someone over the phone, a veil, kind of a curtain drops between me and the people that I'm reading for. And I'm kind of walked through that person's world and their energy, that person I'm reading for, their energy will show me things and it will both it'll feel it'll smell it'll taste it has all sorts of things that help me to recognize what's going on around a person you mentioned back there there are about five realms out right and and that somebody might be in the heavenly realm that's really Mm -hmm. interesting when did you um and when and how uh when did you learn this and how did you discover what what the shape of i guess not our reality i guess the 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 entire reality of everything when did you discover that and can you tell us more about that it's been an ongoing lesson really it's never just said hey this is the tip top of what you're going to learn it's always transferring and transitioning and becoming something else. And I'm always open to whatever uh, spirit is going to teach me. It's not that it's easy. It can be awakening and it can be full of anxiety. It can be a lot of things until I'm able to grasp the idea. And so it, 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 to be honest, when I first started doing this, I didn't rely on spirit. I was more using divination and tarot cards, runes, sticks, stones. Uh, I was I was really open to learning all of it. I, I really think it was a process of have to. And when I was 28 years old, um, I had some really scary demonic things happen around me. Wow. And I know. And a friend of mine who at the time worked for NASA, I was reading for him and he's like, Rebecca, you need to call this old woman. She reads, she does Bible reads. I'm like, what? She does Bible readings. So I thought, what, you know what? I'll give it a chance. If she's doing Bible readings, it can't be that bad. So she, this was like one of the very few people I've ever let read me. And she said, you're not doing this for God or spirit you're doing this for you and you're not doing any of this for him. So since you want to be all on your own hoity toity, here you go. This is what he's handed you. And I'm like, Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Holy cow. If you want straight to eBay, I'm like, these tarot cards are possessed. You may have them. (laughs) I don't recommend it, but you know, and so I got rid of everything and then sat back one day and started reading people, not with anything in front of me, but by just saying, okay, you want me to do it like this? This is from God. It's not from me. Here we go. And it kind of just went like that. And it completely opened up and changed everything. And so I tell people, I'm not telling you what I know. I'm not going to remember this reading. I'm repeating what I'm being shown. It's God that does this. I am not a magician. I'm not an all-powerful genie. I'm just Rebecca. And I'm his tool. And this is how it works. So that's how it's transformed. It, 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 and it constantly changes and grows. So oh, interesting. Cool. Yeah, and we know that you, um, when we met you before, you talked about um, kind of the, this path that you take with your um, clients that, you, you know, you're on, I, I believe it was on a lake and there's a forest and there, there's a cabin. Yes. Can you talk to us a little bit about that process with people? Sure. Well, my guides, in order to teach me to understand what they were trying to tell me, 
it comes through a lot of times in a symbolic form. So they presented me with this beach. So when I read for people, the first place I try to take them is to a beach and there's water, there's sand, there's dunes, there's all sorts of different places um, that make up a person's beach area that have a lot of different meaning. And it's not that I will be able to see something like this every time. Like for instance, so, so for Andrew, for you, um, if I was, if I'm reading for you on the phone right now, which we are, um, I put you on the beach and the first thing that comes to is that you're, you're barefoot. Okay. So they show you just uh, sometimes like clothing will mean something, but at this point, the one thing they're focusing on is your feet. So you're barefoot, but then all of a sudden you, I don't know where they come from, but these shoes kind of with, uh, wings on them kind of float over to you and they land in front of you and they almost look like, like, uh, <sighs> hiking boots and you look at them and you kind of all of a sudden your, your, your shoulders go down and you're like, Oh man, like I don't want to put those back on. And what this tells me is that right now in, in your life, nothing is holding you back. Nothing is preventing you from moving forward. Nothing is saying, Andrew, you can't do that. This is impossible. There's nothing that you feel is going to say, don't do this. There's nothing restricting you right now from movement. It's a positive time to start new things. Hmm. However, however, these shoes come along. Shoes represent the feeling or the perception of being held back. And the thing is, is, is if they just come to you and they sit down in front of you and you're like, I don't want to put those back on, which means you worked really hard to take those shoes off at some point. And you do not want to open up or find yourself in a position where someone is going to say, well, you can do all of this, but you can't be this or you can't take this route. And it will then be a pair of shoes that would take you back to where you've already worked yourself out of. So you don't want to, in, in words that I would say for me, I would say you don't want to sell your soul. You don't want to um, do something maybe because of an earthly bonus or a financial bonus that's going to set your, you and your soul and your character back. So I would take those shoes and I'd burn them. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. Yeah, that's yeah. um. Uh, I I won't speak on on the phone uh, what I on right. this podcast or what I what I think you're talking about, but uh, it definitely mm-hmm. uh, resonates very deep in my heart of mm-hmm. something that's been going on that can definitely mm-hmm. represent those shoes. So uh, thank you so much yes. for sharing that with me. It uh, makes me feel no, a lot better about um, maybe some decisions I'll have to make in the near future. But, but exactly, just, I just got the chills. But you're you're gonna tell me later, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, and good. I'm sure we'll talk right. about it after the phone. <laughs> <I'm sure. laughs> Off the air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, Re- Rebecca, too. Do you? I mean, I don't know if I can ask this, if it's okay. But do you see anyone else around Andrew? Are there other people with him? Um, there seems to be. Well, you've got a large guide around you that. This looks more like an arc guide, someone who um, has been with you all of your different lives. And they, how do I put this? I almost feel as if they are, they're talking. This, this guide is whispering in your ears, which is good. It means it's like your Jiminy Cricket. It is the one that's in your ear, that subconscious voice that you really need to listen to regardless of um, what the the brain part or the human part of you is trying to do, because sometimes it will be more misleading. 
And you want to listen to that part of you that comes maybe with an argument like, oh, gosh, if I do this, then I'm going to, I don't know if I should do it. Yeah, I, should, I probably shouldn't. And you're hearing, you're like, you're conferring with this inner voice, but then you're having to deal with human life at the same time. And so what this guide is doing is pointing out things to you, which means I would really be very aware right now of there's a gentleman who's in brown, and I don't know if it's like... um what he would be wearing. Um, he just feels like a car salesman. He feels like he looks to be very grounded, very honest. But then I feel at the same time that when I am watching him talk, my vibe is, wow, you are completely being misled right now. Huh. And your guide is pointing to him and whispering this. So he's saying, one, trust your gut instinct. Two, Watch for the little pennies and feathers and dimes that come from your guides that kind of confer and also affirm what you're feeling and thinking to say, yep, you're right. You're totally right. Trust that. Um, and he's out on the water kind of. Uh, oh, I don't know what this guy's doing in the water, but you don't belong in the water. You can go on the water, just not in it, which means he'd be troubled as well. So not completely on the up and up. Mm -hmm. And it's usually involving um it's usually involving uh, work and that sort of a thing. So oh, where money finances, wow. yeah, yeah. Hearing yeah. that, um, hearing that 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 our guide, um, I think our listeners will know that I am <clears throat> a very big. Um, I'm a worrier. I am always overanalyzing situations. I'm constantly a person that wants to follow the rules constantly and a lot of my mm -hmm. a lot of my friends call me kind of the you know the the pointing north person that's like <laughs> we, we 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 always refer to andrew as our moral compass interesting that's very interesting that you do that because he you know i i'm going to tell you right now that you're i've done this for 33 years and i've never seen an archangel on a person's beach whispering in their ear before. And the fact that this is something that you guys are already calling him is maybe a confirmation that you do sense this proper energy about Andrew and that this is part of who he is, is this messenger aspect Damn. of, uh, which is really cool. And give me the chills again. Y'all are going to have to shave my legs. I just did that. <laughs> 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 uh, wow, that that's in, that's incredible. Um, uh, I kind of don't know what to say, yeah. but thank you so much for sharing that with us. Incredible. No, I God. think it's and that's what I mean by trans. Like it's constantly transitioning and becoming something else because those little things that I get when I every now and then uh, for that are new visions in readings. I love that because then it's like, oh, this is what that means. That's so cool, and I've never seen that before. So, um, one thing that's really interesting about the way that you do this—I mean, it's all interesting—but one particular thing <laughs> is that when you're speaking about the way that you read people, right? You put them on the beach, you take them on a little journey. It's really yeah. easy to visualize that with you. And, you know, when we met at Horror Hound in, in Indianapolis back in September, we did, you know, something something similar, um, which is what mm -hmm. drew us to you. Um, and it's just so easy. I just want to say thank you because it's you take us on a journey that we can, like, see. And I think that's just really cool. That's wicked. I love that. I love that. That is, it's great. And, and, and it is, it's uh, for somebody to be able to visualize. I think that's a major part of it. Um, it also, because when I'm doing this, I'm connecting with you guys and you're connecting with me. So my energy reaches across time and space and finds you. 
and wraps around you. And that's why like smells and things will come through. So if you were like just baking chocolate chip cookies, I'd be able to smell that around you. And so, um, and vice versa. So you being able to feel my energy as well as see what I'm seeing and then be able to place it will then later on open you up to more of what your guides are doing. It helps you to recognize that vibe. So I, I love that uh, um, people can then later on say, oh my gosh, after the reading, I started seeing this or I started feeling this. I started experiencing this more because it just helps people recognize how spirit works in their life. It's pretty amazing. Wow. That's, that's incredible. Um, yeah. So um, I'm trying to recover here. Yeah, Sorry. How do, how do we even follow that? <laughs> um, um, before you move on and ask a question to you, I'm supposed to tell you one thing before I pull back off of your beach, Andrew. You have a gentleman that is standing there that's passed over that would have been a mentor in your life. And he's shorter. He'd brown hair, maybe thinning on the top a little bit. He, I, I'm thinking he may have been a little bit thicker around the middle. Um, so not t- totally buff or anything. He's just regular. I think what you would consider maybe someone who's just very comfortable middle age. And he slams his hands together and rubs them and puts them up facing you. So what he is trying to convey to you is that you also have healing energies around you. So not only through what you guys are doing here on this podcast and providing people with information and so many other facets of what you do, but um, in life, there you have a healing ability, healing aspect of who you are. So you want to take advantage of that and develop it more. So. Okay, now I really have to recover because now I'm, I'm crying, but, um, oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's a good, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, it's, a, it's a, it's a great okay. thing. It's a great thing. Andrew, do you, do you okay. want to share anything okay. about that? You, um, don't, you don't have to. No, I can't. Um, I lost my dad to suicide when I was 13 and you just described him okay. to a T. It sounds like, <laughs> so, sounds like that's him. I just got the chills again. Oh my gosh. Uh, that is fabulous. I'm glad so, he came through to, woo. you know, he's there on your feet. That's, that's that's incredible. Amazing. You know what's it, we know what's really incredible about that is I was as I was thinking about this interview today. <clears throat> sorry, um, I was uh-huh. I was kind of thinking to myself. I'm like, I really hope that this that he comes through because mm-hmm. we have a lot of unfinished business, and right. I, I'm so I'm so happy that he was able to come through. Amazing. No, he as you said that um, as you say that he blows you a kiss. So oh. that's what I'm supposed wow. to give you. Wow. Yes. Ooh. All right, mm-hmm. Maddie, why don't you ask a question? Jesus Christ. You know, so, you know, for, for our listeners, too, we, we didn't have a chance to talk. We, we mentioned before that, that we met Rebecca. Um, Rebecca did something very similar for me, too, when we met uh, at Horror Hound. And when we were talking, she described somebody that was on my beach, too, who was for sure my aunt, Annette, who I call Aunt Nett. <laughs> And I had a very similar reaction that Andrew is having right now, which is, which is an amazing one. You know, it's, it's really, you know, I, I love that you say like you have a message for, for us because that's what it is as, as you've described. And it's just this mm-hmm. um, amazing thing that confirms the, yeah. um, the love that, that has, has formed you into who you are now. And I think that's, that's a really incredible confirmation. Exactly. No, absolutely. And and that's such a huge part of what I do. You know, there's there's a tremendous amount of people out there in the world who have like unanswered questions, a lot of left uh, unclosed. Um, they question not only themselves, they question life, they question the people around them. And part of, you know, my mission of what I'm supposed to do in this life and use this gift is not to just read for Mary because she wants to know if she's going to marry Tom, Dick or Harry. You know, it's not for that. I don't tell fortunes. It's, it is to 
reconfirm for people that they are someone and yeah. that um, that they have purpose and that there's always another day and um, that spirit, God, like totally loves everybody like everyone. It's crazy. Even so, the, the really, really bad people. So <laughs> just just to be clear, you're not able to see my future husband on the beach. Is that is that correct? Well, no, that's not true. See, so <laughs> if I'm reading for people and something like that comes yeah, through, sure, sure. Um, then absolutely. But I will tell you that I'm pretty sure that it is not anyone from your past. And it feels it's funny because the one person that comes through that you would look back to or consider, I swear to you, he looks like like 1980s Don Johnson. I oh swear he looks like he looks like he's in like the white pants and the white suit and everything. And he looks like super handsome, but this is not, it, it, this is someone who had a huge amount of growth to do personal growth that be that, that would have taken that person a lot of lessons to get beyond maybe um, more of a narcissistic behavior. And so staying with them would have been extremely unhealthy. And even if this person were to come back, like I'm healed, I'm so much better. This would be a big fat. No ghostwriter. Yeah, sure. Um, so, and, and um I don't know. It just feels like um, for you, who is in the past should stay in the past. I do believe that there is someone that you know who is going to introduce you to someone. And it it looks almost as if when you meet this person, it's they might even be a little standoffish to where you're like, what's wrong with him? You know, what, why does, why does he not talk? Why is he so quiet? Why does he not engage? Why can't I feel his energy? Why, you know, because I think you automatically do that where a lot of us will just feel someone's energy out and you can tell who's a little standoffish. And that's how he comes across at first. Kind of like, I don't, you know, I'm just my person. I'm busy. I'm this and that, but it's because I think he's so super protective of who he is. And if this has already occurred, it's probably that individual, but, wow. um, it's and there's a p there's a p around this name i think i'm not okay. sure why but it sounds like a, a loud p sound huh. i don't know if it's like peter or paul or something with a p but it's a, a loud p sound interesting and hmm. yes <clears throat> yes and he feels very scholarly he feels very educated he feels like he's working um on his future on his career he's working and that's how he stays focused and away from his negative thoughts, his negative feelings, uh, is he stays busy. So, wow. Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much for sharing that. That's, in, that's incredible. I'm going to, I'm going to watch for every P name in my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. That is so funny, but yeah, I know. And that, and that might be why I usually don't get a lot of information because then it's like, people are looking for that, but I think it'll be something where you're like, Oh, hi. And someone will say, hi, this is David. And you're like, Oh, hi, David. You won't even know it. And later though, he'll be like, yeah, well, it's so funny. Cause my real name is Peter, but they call me David because I had a brother and an uncle who are also Peter. It's that kind of a thing. So wow. yeah, good luck. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, and you just said that too. That is so weird. Okay, go ahead. Oh, All yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Jeez, oh, Pete's. Oh, that's, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Hey, so, so que question for you, question for you is, um, mm -hmm. you know, like right now, this is, you know, really incredible. And you just told us a couple of amazing things, right? Is there mm -hmm. ever a time when you're with somebody who, who wants something and you're not able to tell them something. 
Uh, yes, uh, all the time. And like for you guys, um, it had been a long weekend at Horahan weekend. It was it was people passing by. And I think everyone who came up to my table wanted something. And I obviously can't just whip it out because uh, that's not my ability to do that. It has to be given. And for whatever reason, um, you guys, you know, you got that message. It came through for you. And there are people who will walk up and go, what do you got? Give me what you got. Prove you wrong. Like prove me. And I look at them like. No, because I also see that as temptation to prove that I can do it. And so I know that certain things for certain people won't come through because the the purpose and the reason behind it is um, is not a genuine need. Sure. It's more of a temptation. And I don't need to show what I can do to you. I just don't feel the need. I can do it. I don't need to show it. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Mm-hmm. You don't need to, you don't need mm-hmm. to prove, prove yourself to anybody. <laughs> no, exactly. I don't. And believe me, I won't. <laughs> Good for no you. No desire to prove myself. No. Mm-mm. So Rebecca too, you, you mentioned earlier on in in our discussion, um, what did you call them? You, you said you, you referred to them as darker entities. Are mm-hmm. they, um, I, don't, I guess I don't know how to ask this, but like, do they still come around you ever? Are they still, I mean, are they sort of just like ever present in our world and, and they're just yes. kind of here? Like, do they avoid you or like, can you tell us a bit about no. that? Absolutely. Uh, you just like opened a huge box here. <clears throat> so when I'm going to just throw this out there, cause it'll help a lot of people to understand. So, and it's a great question. So when we're born, you know, uh, there's, there's how many kids in each hospital born every day. This process goes on with everyone. So you've got on your right-hand side, you've got your archangel who's been with you all of your lives. And then you've got up to six guides that are new to you this time. So your archangel goes, okay, so this is Andrew. And Andrew's going to do this with his life. And he's going to do this. Oh, he wants to learn how to do this. He's going to help this person. He's going to save this person. God wants him to learn this, this, and this. All right, cool. And your guides are like, yeah, 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 Andrew. They're all excited for you. They're rooting you on. And your archangel says, so when Andrew is down, I want you to inspire him. I want you to help him. I want you to trigger a thought. They're like, yeah, we can do that. We can lift him up. We're all there for Andrew. Okay. So then on your left-hand side, you've got the darker angels. And so the darker angel that is standing there, takes that from your archangel and says, okay, so uh, let's see, Andrew's going to do this with his life. Oh, he's going to help this person. He's going to save this person. God wants him to do this, this, this. He's going to learn how to do this. All right. So you guys, his minions who are not yellow with googly glasses on, he's like, (laughs) when, uh, you know, right. When Andrew is down, when he's really upset, I want you guys to kick him. And when he's feeling defeated and he completely has lost faith in himself, I want you to kick him harder. And I want you to kick him so much to where he cannot get up because we don't want Andrew to accomplish any of this. We don't want him to save this person. We don't want him to help this person. We don't want him to learn these things. And they're all standing there. Woo, woo, woo. They also have a mission. And so that proverbial angel devil that we've got on our shoulder, this is legit. It's real. They never go into hiding. They are there attempting to destroy each and every soul and person here because this is school. This is not hell on earth. Hell is a completely different place. We are all here together, a collective energy that we affect. Everybody does good and bad. We affect this tremendous energy that's universal. And so... When you are feeling down, 
that's when people will tend to go, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm unloved, I'm different, I'm gay, I'm straight, I'm hateful, I'm whatever. People will go through and just barrage themselves with all these hateful thoughts. Nobody loves me. I shouldn't be here. This is a mimic of our own voice, but it's not us because God does not provide those feelings to us. Those are created. And then we believe them and listen to them. And so people tend to hear the loud voices over the, the guides who are whispering. They're harder to hear. A lot of us get angry and we don't want to hear them. Um, and so we ask, you know, well, if, if, if People will ask the question, you know, if there was a God, then why does this happen to me? Or why does this? It, because there's a lot of people out there who don't listen to the good stuff. They listen to the bad or the negative. And that's where you find people who commit suicide. You find people who do negative, who listen to those negative voices, either human or otherwise. And that's where these dark, darker angels will play in. Wow. So when, when, when somebody's depressed or sad over something or they have a loss or they're just going through a time, you know, where they are upset with themselves or the people around them. They're like, hey, everybody pay attention. We got Andrew down, man. Go in. Run in for the kill. Get him now. And so if you think back to a time in your life, I think everybody who's listening, including myself talking, has thought to themselves, I don't even want to be here. I don't want to be here. I don't have a purpose here. It's stupid. I, you know, who we go through these doubting moments and that's when it opens the doors for them to come in and find us and just continually kick us. And it really takes being flat out on the ground and the only way of looking up that can save that person. And sometimes that person isn't able to do that. And so people like yourself, people, you know, people who are out there helping who have been through it, come along and without you, had you succumbed to those voices or 10 years earlier or whatever, then you wouldn't be able to help that person stand up. Wow. So their whole mission is to destroy each and every person because there's so much more they can affect that way. So yes, every one of us has demons all the time, wow. always right there, ready to take us out, including was- me. There is a day... Yeah, I'll, I'll be like standing there doing dishes and I'll be like, not today, Satan, go away. <laughs> I, I don't have time for you. And, you know, they'll attack in the way of like anxiety and stuff and, and really horrible feelings. So people just need to recognize those. Yes. Re- Rebecca, another question for you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but Andrew and I have both experienced, you know, big, big loss in our lives. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I know that when you read for people, you know, as our listeners have already heard, you you put them on the beach, you put them in, in an yeah. area. When mm-hmm. somebody that's gone through a lot of loss finally, not, I don't want to use the phrase gets over it. Cause you, you know, I don't mean yeah, that, no, but maybe, maybe when don't. they've, mm-hmm. they've finally like transformed fully because of the loss, is there a place mm-hmm. in, in that, in that world that, that you create with, with them where they go? Like, is it the beach? Is it the woods? Is it the house? It's always, yes. It's always a person's beach and it's regardless of what you have achieved or lost, there's always this beach and it just is how it's depicted and how the person is dressed, where they're at on the beach. These things tell me a lot about where I a person see. is. And it, let's say if a person is in the water, if I start reading for Joe and Joe is gulping for air and he's treading water, this tells me I need to do a lot more with Joe than just talk to him about yeah, spiritual sure. stuff or his path because this person's drowning. And so these are the people that the moment I met, I meet them or they contact me, there is no hesitation in sitting down and just working with whatever I'm given to help them. It's not, uh, it's, it just comes down to 
I think everybody has experienced loss, but when you're talking, not only people losing people on a level of death, but also people who just walk away um, in the living, that too is just super difficult. And you, the only way I can explain it is it's a resignation. It is knowing that you do all you can to either keep or maintain something to be in a positive energy, a relationship or, or, or what. And um, if you have done all you can, then you know when you finally walk away and set fire to what's behind you, that you are not going to regret because you did everything in your human power to change a situation. Um, and, and, and when it comes to people on the other side, let me tell you this, when people die, we carry a lot of regret. Like I didn't get to say this. I didn't get to do this, but once we die, that human veil is lifted. What we were attempting to learn and what we forgot was our, our, our entire, entire purpose and mission that is all lifted and all of a sudden there's a whole realization of, oh my gosh, what did I do? Oh my gosh, I didn't do that. I wanted to do that. Oh, look what I did. I'm such a dummy. You know, we go through and we see all these things. They become clear. Not once, not once have I spoken to someone who's passed over that has been hateful or nasty or carrying a grudge with someone on the earthly level because they can finally see the clarity of the situation itself where we're not because we're, we're blinded. That's why that whole saying, like lean not onto your own understanding. Cause we just don't know the whole thing thing. We don't know. That's so good Even to I, hear. It's so, it, that's mm-hmm. so comforting to hear. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's good to know. And it's hard though, because as humans, we want to create something. We want to categorize it. We want to label it. We want to put it in a shelf in a certain particular spot. And then that's where our mind and our, our, uh, just, compulsion compulsions say this is where this belongs and it doesn't Hmm, interesting Mm -hmm. um so we know that um even going through it with you um individually and you know and and with you that we know that this this process for you can be pretty exhausting what are some of the ways that you kind of cope with with this gift and yeah yeah i'll tell you what I can start off the day with a migraine headache and just be exhausted and and hungry. And I just want to sit around in my sweatpants and Netflix all day. But when I go do a gallery or a group reading, um, even, you know, there could be 60 people in the room and I'm re-energized. It's 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 receiving all of that energy. Let me let me clarify that, too. So when you. What I, uh, how do I answer this? Okay, so to answer your question directly, when I'm exhausted, when I am feeling like I cannot do this today, I cannot read for people, I am tired, my, I'm mentally beat up, um, I will just ask for extra seed. I will ask for extra things to be planted, energy, extra everything, because I know I cannot complete a task on my own. And that's really what I do is I stop requiring, I stop leaning on me. I lean elsewhere for my energy. And when I read for people, it shows up in a garden where I can see how big a garden is. The bigger the garden, the more a person has on hand to task to do. And the spirit, God will plant seeds here. And then when you need that energy to, uh, and it's usually energy that is needed of giving self, not your wallet, not your money, not material things. It's your time, your love, your compassion, your patience. 
those things. Uh, that's where this garden comes into play. And you just kind of pull from the garden and go, okay, I'm off to help homeless people today, or I'm off to give people energy and me- messages and I don't have it. So I'm going to pull it out of this garden. And there, and one of the best things you were, you know, you were, Andrew, you were saying you are a worrier. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. One of the best things that I can do, and I can offer this to you is there are, there's not a person out there who doesn't worry about something every now and then. And, uh, you know, it all says lean not on, you know, uh, don't be, have anxiety, give them all your, well, it's easy to read and it's easy to say, but there are times when I'm thinking, okay, I don't have enough time to worry about this. And I don't have a time to have anxiety over this bill or this person or this issue. And I'll seriously take that problem in my hand and I will see it in my hand and I will throw it at heaven and I will say, take it because I'm done. <laughs> wow. You do with it what you will. I don't care anymore. And I will be a big child and I will get a bowl of ice cream and I will just completely throw adulting out the door. And I mentally and physically will do this to get it through my head that I'm not going to worry about this crap anymore. He can do with it what he wants. Uh, that's awesome. It's, it's great advice, yeah. actually. Seriously. <laughs> it is. I don't, and then you just resign yourself. And, and that you know what? That leads me to this. The book that I just finished, God, Please Tie My Shoes, that's exactly what it is. It's like when a child says, can you help me with this? Can you please tie my shoes? And then you go down as an adult to help a child tie their shoes. And they're like, no, I can still do it. And they try to get their little fingers in there. It's like, hey, you want me to tie your shoes for you? Or do you want to continue struggling on how to figure this one out? It's the same exact thing. It's like if you ask for help, just throw it at him. Say, here, take it. You, you want it? You take it. And then walk away. Don't think about it anymore. And the miraculous thing that happens is he does. He totally figures out a way to make something happen. And he presents you with it. And then it's what you want to do with that answer. It's pretty amazing. I, I love, love throwing my problems at him. <laughs> I'm going to start throwing some problems at him today for sure. I, and I actually really mean that. It's, it's what you're saying is so – what you're saying is so inspiring um, and I, I mean, honestly, I know, I know that you can't see us right now, but we've both been sitting here this whole, this whole interview with you with our mouths open just because we're just, <laughs> I, and I think it's because, you know, we, we did the same thing when we met you, but I think it's, it's, it's not, it's because what you're saying is resonating so deeply and I can right. already see how the things that you're saying can make such a positive difference in our lives and that's really important yeah. because you know that's what our listeners are, are into too you know there's a there's a reason we think why people like horror movies because it, it can actually help you not just because it's scary because mm-hmm. horror movies um show you great empathy they show you great care what? and they show you great love yeah. and that can be really inspiring and this interview today has been so inspiring mm-hmm. and i'm wondering Yay. rebecca because um, I mean, we could talk to you literally for the entire day. Um, we won't do I know, that right? for you. Fun. <laughs> um, but I would I would be remiss if I didn't ask you before we leave. Are there are there any final messages that you have for me or Andrew or really anybody that might be listening? Um, you know, I'm not sure who if this person is connected with you, but it looks like somebody who's recently lost a mother. Um, and he uh, well. The number eight is around him, hmm. and I don't know if it's the month of his birth or the month of this woman's death or the number eight, but um, he and he's got dark hair, um, almost from the stuff in the background, almost I'm thinking maybe Hispanic, and um, 
I'm supposed to pass on the message that everything is okay, that the problems that were um, when he, when she was alive, everything is forgiven, and hopefully he can forgive her. I I know exactly who you're talking about. Exactly you who do. you're talking about. Oh my god! Is there is there an A, a letter A around his name? Do you know? It it might be his mother's name, who I uh, I can't quite remember right now. Um, but mm-hmm. that's I I I just recently met this person. I know exactly who you're mm-hmm. talking about. One hundred percent. And I'm thinking maybe he's like five seven, five eight. I don't think he's yep. very tall because I'm like I'm like five nope, six. He's so. five seven. <laughs> okay, yeah, he's, he's like he's, right above. He's me. five seven. I know precisely who he is. Wow. Okay, that's really cool. So I'm going to tell him that. Yeah, it'll he'll be able to forgive as well, and I think that won't be a difficult process. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Wow, it just feels like there was a lot of exclusion there uh, that she's trying to pass on, yeah. and so. Um, seeing the error of the way at this point, it's what, that's the veil. That's the veil being lifted. So my goodness gracious. I, I, mm-hmm. I think he'll like to hear that. Yeah. So, uh, and I just, you know, it's so great. Cause I know you have to go, but I guess it's part of it is because her disappointment within herself of thinking that she was doing good by God in her, in her behavior. But at the same time now she's like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even follow that one mm-hmm. law of, love it's so there's something there is forgiveness yeah wow Wow. just absolutely incredible it's amazing yeah well well, uh this has been fun (laughs) (laughs) yay um but rebecca we want to make sure that um our listeners know where to find you so why don't you tell them where they can find you on either the uh internet or kind of uh, social medias or anything that you want to kind of put out there um, it's really, it's godstool.com is the website and, uh, people can find me on Facebook. It's, um, forward slash God's reader. And, uh, you guys are in Chicago, right? Or in the we Chicago are. area. Yeah. Yep. You're just a hop, skip and a jump away from me. So we may have to plan something in person in your area. Oh, so, 1000 million percent. That is yeah, absolutely happening for sure. We would love it. I think we should. Yes. Even, even if so it's just they'll, a drink, they'll have to watch you know? For years. Yeah. <laughs> and Rebecca, one more time, tell us the name of your book, please. It's God, Please Tie My Shoes. And uh, people can get that right on Amazon. That's awesome. Great. So, well, we're yeah. ordering about mm-hmm. 10 copies right now to give out to people because it's going to be just incredible. So, Rebecca, thank yeah. you again so much for yeah. your time and for being with us and for what you've shared with us and what you share with everyone on a regular basis. Thank you so, You're so much. You're very welcome. Oh my gosh. You guys are more than welcome. I'm, I'm super exhilarated being here. So yeah. And, and for everyone listening, thank you so much for being with us for another great horror hookup. And as always, we want you to come with us and get, get slayed. slayed.